mismatch, Patriots-Ravens. You got that, too. 2013 is Broncos-Patriots. Got it. 2014 is Patriots and Colts, Deflategate. Yep. 2015 is Broncos-Patriots again. Yes. Owen oh, Daniels catching both of those Broncos touchdowns in that game, Pony. Yes. Wait, why is that relevant? Because I quizzed you on that off the air, and you went through every conceivable player who could have caught a pass for the Broncos and didn't name Owen Daniels. Yeah. All right, so you're at you've you've gone through here 2015 season. Now we're on to the 2016 season here. Come on, Chaluch, this is easy. 2016 is obviously Patriots Steelers. Okay. Chris Hogan, where are you? 2017 behind the Steelers coverage. Patriots Jaguars. Miles Jack was never touched. Correct. 2018 is Patriots Chiefs. Yep. 2019 is um, Chiefs Titans. And you should cruise to 2020 victory here. is Chiefs and Bills. Mm-hmm. 2021 Chiefs Bengals. 2022 Chiefs Bengals. 2023 Chiefs Ravens. After biffing 1971, you went whatever it is 51. For I, you 51. know what? I'm not just saying that um, this is not a brag. I think Donnie could have done most of that too. I think you could have done most of that. Uh, I would have gotten, championship games are pretty memorable. I would have gotten in the mud with the following games. Um, I would have forgotten about 91 Bills-Broncos. There would have been a little gap in my brain there. I would have forgotten about Bengals Bill beating specifically the Bills in 88. Uh, and then the 70s would have been. A, no way I get Raiders-Seahawks from 83. I knew the Raiders won that Super Bowl, but no way I get that. Seahawks beat uh, the Dolphins to get to that game. Marino. In 83. No, you, I mean, it's it's frightening. You know what, Donnie? You know what the official, like, now the, the formal end of the Steelers season has happened. Now we're just waiting on coordinator search, and there's no names that have floated out. We're back to Pony's stupid feats of photographic memory. I'm very excited for this on the show. <laughs> uh, so here's the question that I got from a former Pittsburgh athlete after that picture of the, or the video of the crying Bills fan, and the picture of it went viral. And you saw this. Do Bills fans have it worse than Pirates fans? No, not even close. Well, why would you just rush to that? You're not I, even I have a let very, me... I have a very, I have a very strict feeling on this, but I will let you expound. At least with the Pirates, you go into a season where your expectations are set low enough, where the potential for heartbreak and, and misery really doesn't exist. You're, you're prepared for it. You don't get your hopes up. Bills fans get hopes sky high. Mm-hmm. They go way up through the roof. And then they come crashing down in epic fashion where they invent ways to lose the biggest of games, Chris. And, uh, and, and if you're a Pirates fan, now we haven't because of our age, but like your dad has watched them win championships. Your father has seen it happen here. If you're a Bills fan, you don't count AFL championships. You've never seen it. So you're, you're constantly chasing it. You're constantly looking up at that brass ring. And lately, you think you're going to win it, and you don't. And the late 80s and early 90s, you thought you were going to win it, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. I think that's harder. I think I think being a fan of a team that is always right there but never gets it done is worse than never having a chance at all. Donnie, you a big fan of uh, old Lord Alfred Tennyson? Big Al, they called him back in the 1970s. I have 19th no century. idea who that is. Lord Alfred Tennyson. Oh, is is this, a man, it's better to to have loved than to never have loved at all. Is it one of these stupid things, Malzahn? He is the man who said, who coined the phrase, "'Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all." And I will take, you know what the thing is that makes the Bills situation so much better? It's also what makes it more painful, 
pretty much every year when it happens to them the way it happened last night. They have real hope. They have one of the few cheat code quarterbacks in the league. Even though his cap hit goes up like $30 million this year to next, and it's going to be harder to build a roster around him, which is why it felt like for them, this is the last shot, like best shot of this era. It's not the actual last shot because he's that good. When the Pirates lost in 92, I was seven. I didn't really understand free agency or any of that stuff. But people older than I was knew that that was the last gasp of it. They knew Barry Bonds wasn't coming back. They knew that nucleus was getting broken up. They had no idea it would take 20 years to get back to a playoff berth. Yep. But I will take every time the pain of expectation and having my expectations, uh, you know, having them fall short, than not having any expectations at all, man. Rather hurt than be numb, for sure. Was that profound? I, I, no, I just, I knowing your personality, I'm just very surprised to hear you say that. I'd rather, why, because I'm a nihilist? Yeah, so you're just somebody that just, uh, you You'd rather just have go ahead. I don't. I don't think much of myself, anyways. Just let me be a human punching bag and just. Oh, pile that's it like on. yeah. That's like my own self. You know, perception of self worth. But like the teams I'm cheering for, give me something to cheer for. And if you rip my guts out, I'll at least have felt something. Like when your team in any sport, and I'm not just going to limit it to the Pirates. I understand it's the Pirates we're talking about right now. Almost every year, it's felt like very minimal chance that, like when they were 20 and 8, I wonder how many people in this town genuinely felt like this was going to sustain over the course of a whole season. I mean, we talked to a lot of them. It was pretty split. A lot of people were like, they're the Pirates. It's never going to happen. It's only the first and some people allowed themselves to hope. They did, yes. But I would just much rather have the situation that the Bills have where for as long as 17 on that team is healthy and playing, you know you're going to be in the mix and genuinely in the I mix. I don't know. I just feel like when I hear Starkey talk, it doesn't matter if they have just Josh Allen. He just thinks the franchise is cursed. And they're always going to come up with a way to lose. And it doesn't matter if they have this unicorn quarterback who has all the physical gifts in the world. Something is going to happen that is going to cause their fans immense sorrow and heartbreak. And it's never going to change. Aren't the Lions, though, like a, a combination of the Bills and the, and the Pirates? And they're one game away from playing for the Super Bowl. Like they actually watched a guy leave there and win it. As I think the, the Lions. I think the Lions analogy is much closer to the actual Pirates and the Bills because up until this year they had one playoff win in the last sixty seasons. Now they've got two. I mean they they're they're never in the conversation, kind of like the Pirates are for the most part. Very very rarely. I just involved. think I just think this idea that the Bills fans have it tougher just undersells the fact that. Fans generally want their teams to be relevant. Either my team is going to suck this year because they're going to try to get the best player in the draft at quarterback, or my team is going to be pretty good. You know Donnie, what, who do you, you think the worst has part, it worse? Hold on. The worst part of the purgatory the Steelers are in is they made the playoffs, and they haven't felt since 2018 if that team had made it because they were peaking at the right time, it looked like. Yeah. But they haven't felt like a team that was relevant on the NFL stage since at least 2018. Donnie? I'm actually on Chris's side here. At first, Going into this, I thought, oh, it's easy. I'm going to say that it's worse to be a Bills fan because you get your like you you get everything pulled out from under you on the biggest moments. But the thing is, they're they're in those biggest moments, and I know how much that sucks. I mean, yeah, the Steelers won things whenever I was a kid. They they won uh, 15 years ago, but I also endured them losing a little bit at least before the, they got to that the point. guy who lives at home with mom and dad who has no responsibilities no bills to play bills to pay watches all the games he wants eats pizza pizza for breakfast lunch and dinner has never had a girlfriend has never be, had been divorced 
had a tough breakup, never had his heart ripped out, has no real stresses. That guy's got it way easier than the person like the Bills who's like, she's the one. This is it. This is the year my entire life turns around. But, and then it comes crashing down again. Okay, Why do here, I have here, names of people floating <laughs> through my head right now when but you're here, describing each of those people? Here's what I'll also say about that is that that person I, I think is, is viewed as much more successful than the first one you said. But who's happier? Who's a happier individual? The person who's just completely aloof and out of touch with all that stuff and just goes through life like it's a lark with no stresses. You know the Pirates are going to be, because of the economics of baseball, are never going to be super-duper competitive. Maybe once in a blue moon they get into it, like 13, 14, and 15. But we know it's damn hard. That's a lot easier than when you're a Bills fan and you're thinking, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year, and then... Missed field goal, 13 seconds, wide right, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I, still, I'd rather be in those big games. I'd rather be one of the most relevant teams in the league. Like, all right, it always ends badly. It always goes south for them, seemingly in the biggest moments. But, I mean, there there aren't many teams really besides uh, the ones that carried us through, like, the 2000s that have been more relevant right before my birth and to this point than the Buffalo Bills. Like, they were always playing in big-time games. They were always one of the marquee teams in the NFL. Like, yeah, they had a bad stretch where they were far less relevant. That would actually be a good question for people in Buffalo. Would you rather the team look like they did During the in the mid-2000s with J.P. Lossman, or would you rather it be like it is right now? I know what my answer would be. Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Sheep, Ram, and Peter celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. It's Pony and Muller. I saw former fan personality and Steeler offensive lineman Ramon Foster, his show down in Nashville. He does mornings there, does an awesome job. So they got a hold of that picture of the Bills fan in tears just at his low point, just just distraught after the game. The best part was going looking for that picture pony. I found another guy who was shirtless and crying because he had gotten a Bills Super Bowl LVIII champions tattoo that's a, that's on his a, body. That's a whole other thing. Oh, there's Why a, yeah. do people get tattoos before the with game championships happens? Before to say I, I think you're trying to go viral at that point because if they don't get there, I saw it coming. I knew this team was it. I always believed. Okay, well, then when you're wrong, you're stuck with this tattoo. Well, you can get them, like, covered up. But this guy didn't look like somebody. covered up? You can get them, you can get the tattoo, like, somehow covered up and turned into a different tattoo. But this guy also How do you do that with a big Lombardi trophy? And the... They just, there's a whole, like, cottage industry of tattoo artists who will cover up the tattoo with something else. Point being, this guy did not look like the kind of guy who has a lot of tattoos and would be used to that sort of thing. Anyway, well, so, so so Ramon got so, a hold of so our Foster's guy. Foster's show got a hold of this, and then they put a caption on it that said, I thought this was interesting, when was the last time your team made you feel this way? It doesn't have to be the Steelers, but any team in uh, – for them, I think it was obviously Nashville or Tennessee, but when, when, when would be the last time a Pittsburgh sports team had you sobbing over a loss? Oh, man. Have you ever cried after? I don't think I have. No? 
I think the closest would be like not being allowed to watch the end of Braves Pirates in 92 and my dad told me the next morning that the Pirates lost. But even then I think it was just like dejection but okay like it's Yeah, I don't think I've ever been moved to tears of sadness because my team lost a game. Not in 94 when Kirk uh what Kirk no not Kirk Dennis Gibson knocked down the pass to Foster. Not in 96 in the Super Bowl when Neil O'Donnell kept getting colorblind and throwing to Larry Brown for mm-hmm. as yet unknown reasons. Uh, not in 97 with Cordell. Not in 01 when we didn't even know what we were unleashing on the world with Brady. Not with Roethlisberger. By that point, I was in college. Well, like, this guy looks like he's in his 20s and he's bawling his eyes yeah, out. Yeah, man, he, that's not a great look. Why? I don't Passionate know. dude. I, I guess... He wants to th- see his team win there a Super are things Bowl. More he probably, worth crying about. But he probably has like grandfather or grandmother or people in his life that turned him onto the Bills and got him into the team. And he's thinking about how they never got a chance to well, see maybe this is because, their team win. And yeah. he wants to see them finally win and have that memory forever and be able to talk about it and pass it down to generations of his own family. Maybe and, that's where my dad, being a JFK assassination conspiracy theory enthusiast and not really a sports enthusiast, has kind of warped me. Like, where I'd, I don't have, like, recollection of my dad going, like, this is the worst. My dad has gotten upset, in fact, at exactly one sporting event ever. Visibly upset. When Tom Watson should have won the Open Championship as a 60-year-old. And lost and to he left the, and no, he no, it's Stuart Sink. Stuart Sink. And he left the putt short to win. My dad, like, got up off the couch in disgust because he didn't at least get the putt to the hole <laughs> to win pretty, the tournament. That's kind of funny. That's a true story. Because I think you, my dad was the same I age have? as him. Cried? No, I'm going to say you haven't. No, I think he's. Uh, you're not a. You're mm, not an emotional guy. I think he's an emotional guy, but I don't think he's a tears guy. No, I don't think he'd ever cry. I haven't. No, I, mean, I think, my, my my dad's also the same way. He's not quite a JFK conspiracy theorist, but very little emotion about games. The most and that emotion- kind of like I'll get I'll get hyped up, whatever. But like any. Any bad Steelers most, loss or Pirates loss, I never actually saw. The most emotional I've gotten over, like, in my adult life, Penguins 09 Cup, being in, I was visiting friends in Chicago, and we were at a Penguins bar. Watching that, it was the most tense sporting event I can ever remember watching, because the Penguins were clinging to that lead for, the, like, the last half of the third period. Or immediately started ripping shots at Jamison when they won. And then the biggest downer of my life, Pony, is Scotty Reynolds. And I turned, also in Chicago for that, turned to the bartender, said, two shots of Jameson immediately, please, downed them both, and then got up with whoever I was with, and I said, let's go somewhere else. I don't want to look at that TV anymore. But never tears, man. I think it would have been interesting for me if I were a diehard Steelers fan in, in my preteen years when they lost to San Diego and then lost the Super Bowl the next year. Because you still don't... So you personally would not have experienced seeing your team win because you would have been too young for the 70s. You want that for yourself. The San Diego thing is an all-time upset at home. You finally get to the Super Bowl. Your quarterback gags and you lose. Do you know why the San Diego game didn't bother me that much? You want to know how sick I was as a nine-year-old? I felt like I knew enough about football to know they were going to get smoked by the Niners in the Super Bowl. And that made it easier because I I, like, even then I knew that the Niners were way better than any, them. Like, losing to the Packers in the Super Bowl, anything that's happened in the last... Have you cried? I mean, you cried tears of joy, I would assume, when Ric Flair won the 92 Royal Rumble with you in attendance. Um, I, I imagine you as a, as a 
crier like very early on in your sports watching history, but I can't think of what team you would have cheered for that would have let you down. When you were probably just old enough to know what the hell was going on, the Giants were pulling one of the bigger Super Bowl upsets really ever. Well, that was my senior year of college. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Giants-Bills as like a little kid. Oh, yeah, that's one of my first Super Bowls I remember watching. Right, and so it was, yeah, exactly. Instead of being something where you like got your heart ripped out, that was like little Andrew Filipponi's probably loving life. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Steelers are done, so we're reacting to some of the things we saw this weekend. The Bills losing in heartbreaking fashion again. One question we've been asking is, which fan base has it worse, Bills, the Bills or the Pirates? What's worse, being in it every year and having your, well, at least lately with the Bills, having your heart ripped out or not having to really worry about such things and just knowing every year is probably not going to end with anything all that special. Pony, I got another interesting submission. We we also talked about crying Bills fan. Yep. Last uh, kind of sports moment, if ever, that made you cry. Michael tweets, when Flurry went to Vegas in the expansion draft, thoughts on that? One, I thought that was kind of a fait accompli. Everyone knew that was probably going to happen because the Vegas needed like a face of the franchise and who better than Flurry, basically, for that. And two, a player just leaving town. I can see it. So appreciative for not only the contributions to the franchise, the unselfishness, uh, the team-first attitude, but also just a salt-of-the-earth guy. I Wait can a minute. totally get that. So you both have said you never cried watching a sporting event, right? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised both of you weren't blubbering like babies during the Big Ben farewell game. Oh, that's a good one, Donnie. You didn't get a little well, tear rolling down your face for that? With a tear in my eye! Okay, but the, the initial discussion was, have you ever cried over a team losing a game? Oh, well, this is now a technicality you're trying to drive a bus through here. Oh, no, I got teary-eyed during Big Ben's oh, final game. Well, oh, so, well, well. So something sports-related has moved you to tears then before? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that, like, I, I would cry tears of joy, like, if I ever saw the Pirates win a World Series. Like, I imagine so you can thousands rela- of Lions fans say, if they so win you, the Super Bowl. So you can relate to what Lions fans are doing more than Tears what of joy, not tears did. of sadness. Yeah, but, like, a team a team losing a big game, I have not been moved to tears by. I mean, there are sports moments, though, that have made it happen. Pony, did Big Ben's uh, farewell make you cry? Strong men do cry, Mr. Lebowski. You know what? I think I did. You know why? Because it was more about like the it was more of a passage of time thing for me. It's like this, like Al Jarreau. You know time what I mean? Like, passages. More about like being self-reflective and introspective and thinking about the, me and where I'm at in life and the fact that this chapter was done i think i did yeah i'm gonna admit that let me tell you something brother that only continues you see little stella get older and older. i wasn't You're in gonna the be sta- doing that i wasn't in the stadium crying. i was in on uh, in my living room and i think i blubbered a little bit. i can tell you right now even tears of joy i didn't cry at the 2013 wild card game i just got very fired up sitting at my house same i didn't either like, I, I just got super pumped i was why didn't ex- you have a ecstatic. ticket for that game or pe- press pass uh i believe it had something to do with our program director at the time mm. Who, by the way, is a Lions fan. So if there's one Lions fan, I would, you know, wish a little bit of, you know, cosmic uh, unhappiness Voodoo. on. Maybe his, maybe the Lions win, but his TV goes out for the winning kick this weekend. So you don't have a moment where you're on the opposite end of things, like the Detroit fans, where you cried from watching no, your like team I watched, win or some special moment, I, I like told the you retirement guys, of a iconic player. No, I told you guys the story of like celebrating Super Bowl Forty, where my my. You know, buddy Kevin's uh, roommate Scott was like covered in blood and had the keys to their place back in his front pocket the whole time after he had punched a window in. Yep. 
Like, those weren't – and no, I, I just – I don't know. It just doesn't move me to tears, really. No, Penguins championships, 09, 13 uh, – 09, just happiness. 16, 17. 16 and 17. You know what 16 and 17 were? When you get to a certain age, I feel like it's just a lot of fun. It's just a very fun thing. 412-928-9370. Here is Joe on the fan. Hello, Joe. Hey, hey, um, nobody has it worse than a Pirates fan. You've got to be kidding me. We're never going to get baseball's version of Josh Allen. We have no hope of that. Yeah, but having well, that other, guy and problem... not winning diddly squat with him, Joe, is pretty gut-wrenching, brother. Having that guy and still knowing that your team can't win is not a pretty We feeling. have no hope of even having our gut getting wrenched. We've well, got nothing. Also, also, Joe, I think we'll the other thing, get... Joe, the other thing that's tough is Having Josh Allen or the equivalent guarantees you nothing in baseball. Look at Mike Trout on the Angels. Having a golden goose and not being able to uh, enjoy the fruits of its labor has got to be devastating. That's got to be a real sucky but feeling, man. Would you agree, though, that Whereas even— Whereas you think Pirates on. fans Would you agree are, that Bills fans are going to go into next year saying we still got Josh Allen, we still have a shot? No. So you think Bills well, fans think they're done? No, I, no, I think that here's what's going to happen. I think right now they feel like this is their fate. This is what they're resigned to. And then they'll watch Josh Allen start to play football again next fall. And it'll and be like Sisyphus rolling that ball yep. right back up Here the hill. Here we go. This Nothing is actually our can year. happen this time. He'll make it happen. He's the best player and what in the league. They, but, but there's an actual chance. Listen, we all agree And then agree they'll that, invent or create sure, another way. Fine. Maybe Tyler Bass will hook one wide their left. fans. But they will be probably in a spot where they have a chance to even let their fans down like that. I'd rather take. I would take that ten times out of ten, man. Uh, here is John next. Hello, John. Hey, I'm gonna say it's worse being a Pirates fan because we just keep coming back, knowing what's gonna happen. At least with the Bills fans, you got some highs. We have nothing but lows. How about thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, John? All lows there. Well, you know. 13, 14, and 15 were fantastic. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember I watched Sid Bream, you know, beat the worst throw from left field I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, it, it, there were those highs, but there was always in the back of my mind that they're going to blow it somehow. They're just not. Well, that's how Bills fans are right now. That's They've got that, I think. that One know, of my extreme views, though. That once, eerie feeling that. Yeah, they have a tingle that they can't ever assume. The world's going to come crashing right. down. But it's I like the say, telltale heart. They hear it beating and beating oh, so and beating. Oh, so now you're quoting those 19th century poets. Interesting. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will say this, though. One of my long-held beliefs is I, I, I present it as infl- you know in as inflammatory a manner as possible. I think championships are overrated in what most fans crave. They want titles. They do. They want their team to win it all. But they want their team to be relevant and be in the mix every year. I disagree with you because of this. I think when your team wins a championship, it creates a series of indelible moments where were you in life moments? Who were you with? Who did you get to share those memories with? Those types of things that you don't get from just going 11-5 and five and making it to an AFC championship game. Crossing the finish line and having those things, you remember that what you were doing and who you were with for the rest of your life, man. It's just interesting you say it in those terms because somebody I saw who was writing about the dynamic with the Bills said all they have as fans right now are the individual great moments Allen has produced. None of them are in the context of having one. I mean, the ride, like, like all of Mahomes' great plays are in the context the, of you made runs to titles. The yeah, the ride is fun watching that guy play every Sunday, but if it never gets to the ultimate destination, what was the point? And you can't even if you're a Bills fan, it's not like 
So you're basically saying like the Philip Rivers era, if you're a diehard Chargers fan, had to just be the ultimate empty calories. Like you're just eating. What a tease. Yeah, you're just eating constant snacks and you never have a great meal. Yeah, I mean, at least with the teams in the early 90s, they went to the big game four years in a row. And there's nobody else who can claim that. There is, there is almost like, you know, if you're the best player who's not in the Hall of Fame, you're like a Pete Rose. You get notoriety because you're not you in. Did you did something get unprecedented. For that. Yes. Have you ever heard Starkey's uh, explanation of how those four years went for him? First year, huge, wild party, like everyone freaking out and celebrating and having a great time and saying, we'll be back next year. Second year, still in Buffalo for it. Went up to Buffalo for it. Smaller party. Third year, stayed with his girlfriend here. Fourth year, watched the watch that game alone. <laughs> it just it just trickled out from a euphoria to complete resigned depression. Here's Neil on the fan. Hello, Neil. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, hey I got a thing about uh, the guy that's crying. I yep. think he bet the farm on the Bills to take the Super Bowl, and that's the reason he's crying because no real man cries for just the loss of a game unless you're playing. Wow. How about the opposite, Neil? How about crying because you're so happy your team won? You're you're not a fan of that either? I mean, you can be brought to tears by that, but it's it's an enjoyment thing. But for something that you have no no gusto in at all, like I mean it's your team, you're voting for them, you're rooting for them, but unless you're playing on the team, it shouldn't bring you to tears. I, I, mean, I kinda love the take of crying guy had to have bet money and lost it because otherwise what's he doing? I can't and I sort of agree with that. Like, buddy, it's not more from the it's not worth anybody getting that upset over it. I don't know, man. Like, you would think less of you're, you're you have family from Ohio. They've yeah. never seen. Well, they ended up seeing LeBron win. Correct. But when like the 97 World Series, that ending or even when they got beat by the Cubs in the World Series a few years ago, you don't think like. Men in their 40s and 50s sure were crying they, over sure that. They yes, were. I, mean, I don't my, think anything less. My of them uncle for that. was a Cle- is still a season ticket holder up there. I got to go to Game Three of that series, it, but I don't think he cried. And even I'll even admit this to you, I was diehard for them that year because the Pirates obviously stunk. I remember watching that game with my dad, watching Jose Mesa blow it and all that stuff. Even then, at 12, still no if, tears. If somebody called in and said, "I was 35 years old when the Bream." play happened and I cried like I was six years old and my mom told me like I couldn't have dessert and I needed to go straight to bed I would not think anything less Jason of that and Slippery Rock that. I was 22 when Bream sit ac- across the plate I immediately left the house and alternated crying and cursing as I wandered around aimlessly in the dark for hours and I'm not the least bit embarrassed to this